our sermon for the week of August 20th, 2023, the 12th Sunday after Pentecost, is taken from Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. And the theme of our sermon is God's house longs after the crumbs and wants the dogs fed. From Matthew chapter 15. Jesus left that place and withdrew into the region of Tyre and Sidon. There a Canaanite woman from that territory came and kept crying out, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. A demon is severely tormenting my daughter. But he did not answer her a word. His disciples came and pleaded, Send her away, because she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt in front of him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered her, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to their little dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, yet their little dogs also eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, your faith is great. It will be done for you just as you desire. And her daughter was healed at that very hour. The word of the Lord. There are some days when I come into church and I and I don't feel like I belong. And I don't mean standing up in front of the congregation and sharing the word of God with, with all of you. I mean I don't feel like I belong coming into church at all think about my sins over the last week, and they're hard to count. I think about the kind of person that God would want coming into his house, into his presence, and I'm not that. Do you feel the same way sometimes? We have the Gospel of Matthew in front of us today, and in chapters 14 through 20, Jesus is dealing with misunderstandings about who he is from both the Pharisees and even his own disciples. We hear that Jesus and his disciples, they travel to, to Tyre and Sidon. These were Canaanite territories. These were the people who God commanded the Israelites to drive out of the promised land so many generations ago. And the Israelites had driven some of them out, but some of them still remained. Jesus and his companions couldn't have expected a, a warm welcome. Their ancestors had tried to kill all the Canaanites' ancestors. But as they come into the city, there's one person who does welcome them. The welcome probably didn't seem that warm, though. The Canaanite woman began to follow them around, and she kept crying out. She said, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. A demon is severely tormenting my daughter. Now we're not told what caused the problem with the demon. We're not told if it was the woman's fault, but she looked to Jesus, the son of David, the man who at one time conquered her people for help. But look at Jesus. He doesn't reply. It seems so cold, so uncaring. But Jesus is setting up the ultimate teaching moment for everyone involved. He says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This is true, that he was the long-awaited promise of the Jews and not this Canaanite Gentile. 
God had made the guarantee about this Messiah to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he even made this promise to King David himself. This woman, she was no Jew. Far from it. And so this promise was not hers. But this woman falls to her knees and simply says, Lord, help me. You can see her desperation on full display. She knows that Jesus can help, so why isn't he? And Jesus responds, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to their little dogs. Think about what he's saying. He's calling her a dog. He's telling her she is not worthy of the children's bread. Her response to this is shocking. Instead of becoming indignant, she says, Yes, Lord, yet their little dogs also eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. This woman, she's admitting that she's a dog. She knows this promise of the one who could rescue, that this promise was for the Jews. But that didn't mean it wouldn't affect her, too. She understood something immensely important. She is undeserving of any mercy that comes from Jesus. She knows that anything that he is willing to give her would be a gracious gift from his hand. But she's willing to ask because she knows about his grace and mercy. Doesn't this Canaanite woman put us to shame? She craves the Lord. She's willing to go to him. She's willing to make herself look like a total fool so that she can help her daughter. And she's more than content with the crumbs that fall from the children's table. She knows what Jesus has to offer her. He can bring healing. He can make everything right. And because of that, she knows that the crumbs are more than enough. But for us, sometimes it seems like the crumbs, they're just not enough. We refuse to take the leftovers. We want to eat first. The back seat is not good enough. Because we want God to give us everything we want. And when he doesn't, we become upset. Because we think he's stiffed us out of what he owes us. But what are the crumbs? Remember in the Old Testament when God chose the Israelites to be his people. With it came God's love and direction. With it came promises of a great nation and descendants more than could ever be counted. But better than all of these promises, God guaranteed a Messiah to save the people from sin. And the Israelites had the distinct privilege of carrying this promise and protecting it. As they lived in this promise, they would serve as a light to all the Gentile world around them. People would come to know the promised Savior through the Israelites, through the Jews. But then came rejection. Read about the history of Israel after the days of King Solomon. The nation becomes divided into two kingdoms, and both of those kingdoms lose sight of those promises and blessings that God had given and entrusted to them. 
He kept sending prophets, calling them to repent, trying to get them to turn back. And in certain moments they would, but often that was short-lived. But then there were those who held to the promise. Some of them were Jews who remembered that God's Messiah was coming. But others were Gentiles, who over the years had heard these promises secondhand. These were the crumbs that fell down from the master's table. As we see in our reading from Paul's letter to the Ephesians today, Jesus' blood removes that separation between Jews and Gentiles and makes us all part of God's household and fellow citizens with all believers. Like this Canaanite woman, we have a feast of the crumbs. Not because we are of second importance to God, but because we come second in God's plan of salvation. Let us never look down on or take for granted the blessings that God has poured out on us through his Son. But there's a part of the story that I left out. It wasn't just Jesus and the woman standing there. His disciples were present too. And what do they have to say to the woman? Send her away! Because she keeps crying out after us. This woman, she's a Canaanite. Somebody they probably shouldn't be acknowledging in the first place. And listen to what she's screaming about. Her life is a mess with her daughter and the demon possession. She certainly doesn't belong with them. So, they asked Jesus to send her away. I'm sure we could find a lot of people that we wouldn't think would fit in in our church. We'd find people that don't look like us or think like us or act like us or sound like us. And if these people are so unlike us, then they probably don't deserve to be around us. Now, maybe we never say things like that out loud, but we think them. This woman was the last person in the world that these disciples would ever expect to be part of God's kingdom. She didn't have the right kind of ethnicity. Her home life was grotesque. In the same way we meet people we don't find very breadworthy. It would certainly force us outside of our comfort zone to welcome them into our church. And what if them being here changes our church? What if the music became different or the traditions that we had held for so long ceased to exist? Or, what if these people had a checkered past? What if they spent time in prison? What if we had experienced their arrogance or mean-spirited behavior in our everyday lives? And now, we're supposed to sit right next to them in church on Sunday? Now, we're supposed to not only call them brother or sister, but also treat them as a brother or sister? Not that Canaanite. No way. Send her away. But who is God's church for? It's certainly not a bragging space for the healthy. This is a hospital for the sick. It's a refuge for those who have given up looking for hope in themselves because they know they can't find it. And this church, it doesn't belong to me and to you. It belongs to God. 
That means our decisions are always going to be guided by his word. It means the people we welcome here are going to be those people who the Lord instructs us to welcome. And that might include even the Canaanite, the foreign enemy whose life is unlike ours in every way. Jesus shows us that there is no such thing as an outsider when it comes to the kingdom of God. Our relationship to God is never going to be based on what we do for him. Our relationship is always going to be based on what he has done for us, on that mercy he has shown us. But that doesn't mean we're going to be a church and a people who ignore sin. We will not fly a flag that glorifies that which separates people from God. We will not sit here on Sunday and pretend that when God's word calls out selfishness and arrogance, that it doesn't apply to us as well. Without the realization of our utter depravity, we don't think we need what falls from the master's table. But as we open the doors to our church, we want people who are unaware of their sins to join us so that we together would be led to repentance and forgiveness through God's word. We will continue to be a church rooted in the truths of God's word. And where God's word speaks, there is no place for us to disagree. So when God tells us to feed the crumbs to the dogs, we'll feed them gladly. Remembering that we were dogs too and knowing just how filling the crumbs are that fall from the master's table. There are certainly two ditches that we can fall into as we try to drive on the narrow path that leads to heaven. We could become unappreciative of those gifts that God has poured out on us in Christ, thinking we deserve more than just those gifts, or looking at those gifts and thinking that they're hand-me-downs. But we could also fall into the ditch of not being willing to share this ultimate gift with others because we think they're too unworthy or because we think that it will affect our lives in a negative way by showing them Jesus. Both of these concerns are fixed by understanding Jesus' interaction with this woman and with his disciples. May the God who so graciously allows people like you and me to gather before him every week in worship and welcomes this Canaanite into his kingdom, may he welcome so many more people. And may we never be a barrier in this great work, but pray that the kingdom of God and our church be filled with all kinds of people who happily eat those delicious crumbs that fall from the master's table. Amen.